Hey guys, welcome in to the Outspoken Sportscast, episode 111-111. We got the NBA playoff bracket here for you on the spotlight of the week. It's been a little bit since we've had Jeff on. Um, hello, hello. Yeah, hello, hello. How you been? Good, been real good. Good, good. Um, at the end of each episode, you will hear the What's in Our Locker segment. And that gives you a little personal look into our lives and what we got going on this week and what we've been doing. But this episode is going to include the NBA bracket, like we just said. We got the headlines for you. It, they, it ranges. We got some interesting news coming in. We got a new football league starting this weekend, Jeff, the USFL. We have new details on the, the tragic Dwayne Haskins um, incident. We've got more drama of Kyle Murray. We got some drama and Big D there, Jeff. <laughs> Always. And um, was Clayton Kershaw robbed? Uh, we'll get into all that on this week's episode. Guys, welcome in the spotlight this week, Jeff. We got the NBA playoffs coming. All right, they actually start tomorrow night. We got one more game, um, actually two more games, but one more tonight, and that is the the, the last playing games. You got the Clippers and the Pelicans going at it in the Western Conference. Winner goes forward, loser goes home, and then in the other side, you've got Cleveland versus Atlanta. The same situation, and they'll go on to face the number one seeds in both. So we're still trying to figure out that, but we know the rest of the brackets. Okay, we know what else, who the, the teams are going to face, and everything going forward. There's, um, I don't know, some clear cut favorites, maybe, maybe not. We'll, we'll discuss that here, and um, let's talk about the games tonight, Jeff. Uh, news broke earlier that the Clippers are going to be without Paul George. He is entering COVID protocols. A really, really bad time for him to come down with that and miss this this 
do or die game to get into the playoffs tonight. Jeff, you might be muted. I am muted. <laughs> uh, huge <laughs> loss for the Clippers. Uh, you know, it, it's kind of horrible. I mean, again, they don't have Kyrie or uh, not Kyrie. They don't have um, Kawhi. Uh, Kawhi Leonard. And so, yeah, I mean, this is they've been kind of dealing with that throughout the season, kind of having to fight their way to get to this point. It shows how much important how important he is. I can assure you that. Um, oh, yeah. and Paul George was definitely their their uh, their next guy that they needed to step up to get to the playoffs and obviously make a push. I, I don't think a lot of people think thought that that the Clippers would be in a position to really go very far. Uh, this year, you know, even though they're they are a talented team, they are missing their guy, um, and he he makes a big difference. So, yeah, it it sucks. Uh, and I mean, are they they're playing the Hawks, right? No, they're playing the Pelicans. Pelicans, okay. Yeah. So yeah, the you know the the this is kind of a weird game. You know, you kind of yeah. you 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 don't think the Pelicans are as you know they're not going to be good, but they're going up against the Clippers, and the Clippers have been pretty good um not too bad but not too terrible and the fact that it's a possibility we could see the pelicans in the playoffs in an actual series sounds nuts and i you know i think pelicans actually take this game without paul george without Kawhi leonard you're missing two big pieces the pelicans have some talent i think they're a team that's uh Obviously, they're not really that good. They're thirty six and forty six. You got the drama there with their with their big man. Uh, is he? He's not going to play the rest of the playoffs. He's injured prone. Um, yeah. We'll see what happens with him. But I, I could. Dep- I mean, this team. This team. It's it's a coin flip between these two teams right now. And and I I say with a healthy Clipper team, they obviously win this game. The Minnesota yeah. Timberwolves were were able to beat them in in the playoff game last week, and. Uh, move on but uh i got new orleans winning this game i think just too many losses there for the clippers and this is this might be the first year we see that neither of the la teams made the playoffs (laughs) yeah what Um, a joke for those lakers but oh yeah uh bad bad well it's bad for the nba too you know it's it's marquee franchises not in not in the playoffs um so, but it's it's exciting to at least see some some stuff going on. I think a lot of people are are going to be eyeing down some of these other teams that that to make some noise and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's it's a it's going to be a very interesting game tonight. Um, it all starts tomorrow. Is that correct? Yes, playoffs do start tomorrow. Okay. Um, this is Easter weekend, so it'd be interesting. Um, the other game we got is Atlanta and Cleveland, and they are one game off of each other. Um, record-wise, Atlanta last season kind of came out of nowhere. They were, I think, a five or six seed. They kind of fell off the season. Um, and Cleveland's come out of nowhere. We didn't expect them to be in the playoffs. They were higher. They were the ones, the fifth seed in the East, and they fell down a little bit. They're a young team. I got Atlanta winning this one. I, I think Trey Young is going to take over. He took over against the Hornets, and they beat the Hornets by 29 points the other night. I think he takes over again, and um, they will go on to face Miami if they win. Um, I definitely like the Hawks in this, yeah. in this matchup. Uh, they're just, they're good. And I, I definitely like, uh, uh, Trey young. He, he's, he's, he's a beast, uh, on that team. He is their guy to, to step up each game, each and every game. And, and 
they they're going to live and die by that. So if he has a great game and it start and he starts off hot early, it's it's not going to be good for for uh, for anybody. You know, at least especially in that early in this early round, this play in type type of situation. So and it's a do or die. It's it's very weird because you know you're so used to series, you're so used to you know these teams playing six games, seven game series, uh, full you know not necessarily a NFL style, you know, do or die, you lose, you're out um, kind yeah. of thing. So it's, uh, it's so different. It, it, this did, did this, this didn't happen last year. Is this new? No, it Let's did happen play. last year. It did they happen started, last year. they okay. started, I believe they started playing last year and okay. they take the seven, eight and nine team and they do a little um, kind of like exhibitions. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And uh, go from there. And, and, and I like it. I I think it's uh, better for the game, yeah. To have these these kind of do or die, it makes you want to tune in and watch who's going to win these games. So it I seems really... like it seems like this is happening more and more. They're adding more teams, they're adding more you know uh, uh, chances for other teams to do stuff. It seems like we're seeing this with baseball. We're seeing this with with the NFL. NFL's adding more playoff teams to to the to to the picture. NBA starting to do it. So I, I think that's a good thing. I think you're going to see more teams and more team. what, you know, who's, who's legitimate, who's not um, more often. I think you're also going to see some surprise teams that come out of nowhere that we never thought they were as good as they were. And they end up being coming amazing. Uh, we, you know, so no, I, it, I think it's great. It No, it definitely is. And it opens up the ability for more of a Cinderella story or yeah. An underdog now in the NBA that really doesn't happen. You don't see yeah. a lot of like eight seats take over number one, yeah. but we've seen it in football. Mm-hmm. Um, some teams have barely made a wild card, like the Packers, the Giants, and they go on to win the World Series, not World Series, <laughs> the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. And we, we've seen it with the, the the Braves last year, a team yep. that wasn't really all that great the first half of the season. They kind of caught on fire, and then that's all kind of really takes and. And the same way with hockey, if you get in, as long as you get into the playoffs, crazy things happen. Um, but, Jeff, we've got some interesting games, okay? Um, Phoenix, the best team in the NBA this year. Uh, they only lost 18 games. That is insane. They, they kind of continued from what they were last season. They're going to face either the Clippers or New Orleans, and I think they, they move on from that Uh You've got uh, Memphis versus Minnesota. I think Memphis handles his business, and they've kind of come out of nowhere this year. As they were decent last year, and John Morant came on the scene, and this guy's an absolute beast. The Grizzlies, are, the Grizzlies are a surprise. Yes, um, they are. I would say that the, the biggest surprise this season. Oh, yeah. As far oh, as because yeah. there's surprises both ways, right? Good and bad. Right. They're the biggest good surprise. And with, I, I, I mean, I don't even know when the last time the Grizzlies were good. I don't know if it's been in my lifetime. So it's good to see them there. I'd say this um, is the 90s, really. I think they were pretty good in the 90s. They were decent. They weren't bad. Yeah, yeah. You've got Golden State and Denver, which should be a good one. Steph Curry is back. They said he will play game one. So that's a big key there. I I, I honestly think that, first of all, I think Memphis does take over Minnesota. Um, but uh, going back to that, but I got Golden State beating Denver. Jokers by himself, his two star players will not play this playoffs. He's by himself, and when you by yourself facing um, a seven game series, especially against Golden State, you're not you're not going to do very good, in my opinion. I think Golden State, if healthy, can take Denver down pretty easily. 
So the only the only thing that I I find to be a little bit in question is is how how healthy is Curry? Um, you know how healthy is he going to be ready to go? Is he again? We know how how injury prone sometimes he can be, especially you know it's he's he, it's a lot of the workloads on him a lot of times. So yeah. you know uh, it all it takes is one tweak, one turn, one you know, awkward landing and he could be out. Um, so it, it's very interesting. That's going to be key. Uh, they're going to have to really manage. I think they even said today that they're going to do time management with him during the playoffs, which is interesting. Um, so that's, that's pretty key there. So yeah, it's definitely going to, it's going to be interesting to see how the Warriors adapt and how the Nuggets take advantage of a possible uh, the situation with Stephon Curry is being time managed and stuff, and maybe not going to be on the court as long as he would normally would have been if it was a normal situation. Right, and then you still got you still got Draymond Green if he's healthy and Clay True. Thompson, and so I, I think if the other guys are healthy, I think Denver might take it. Uh, but uh, with them being yeah. injured, I'm just not too sure. And, and Curry, they're they're probably kind of holding them out, knowing that they're probably going to beat Denver, move on, maybe the rest of them up a, a little bit, taking some of those minutes off, because they they probably could think they're going to make it past the first round and go right. on and face the next one. And here's your team, Jeff, Dallas versus Utah. We got number four seed Dallas versus number five seed Utah, and this is all going great until Luca's injury. Luke has actually been ruled out for game one, which we all figured he would be. Don't know when he's going to return or saying probably game three, maybe game four, if he returns at all. If Lucas health, if Lucas playing healthy, I got Utah. Or I mean, I got, I got Utah losing this series. I got Dallas winning in five. Okay. Without Luca um, in a seven game series, I've got to go with Utah. Unfortunately, um, Dallas needs to come out and 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 punch him in the mouth. Game one, I, I what I've seen from Dallas this year, Jeff, is I've seen I've seen them move on from Porzingis. I've seen the trade work out really well for them. I think this is all due to Jason Kidd. I, I got to give him some good credit there. Jason Kidd's got his guys playing for him. Luca, the leader of the team. He's got his guys playing for him. And without Luca, these guys have actually stepped up and 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 made they some, have. they've had some good stats going on without they Luca have. playing. They are eight and nine without Luca this season. So you're not it's not a total, you know, two and seventeen or something like that. Right. Eight and nine. They're still a good team. I'm just not sure if if Luca doesn't come back before before game four. What it depends on what the record's gonna be. In the series, neither one of these teams, though, and even with Luca, has has won on the road. Dallas has, has won the two games they faced Utah here. Mm-hmm. Utah has won up in up in Utah with Luca. So we'll see what happens. Uh, if Utah, I say this: if Utah can't beat the Dallas Mavericks without Luca, then it's time to blow things up. Okay, it's time to blow it up there in Utah. There's rumors that Rudy Gobert. And, and Donovan Mitchell hate each other, and they're ready to get out of there, and there's a lot of quit in that team. There's there's talk about the head coach going to L.A. next season. If the Dallas Mavericks can come out and punch him in the mouth game one and bent and win and put some doubt and some, some frustration in that locker room, 
they could possibly win. But I, I, I yeah. just think with Luca out, that Utah wins in about probably six games, maybe five. But we don't know how long Luca would be out. Um, that's a big yeah. question. So I did some research a little bit on this, and there's a number of things that could be the case. <clears throat> Strained calf is could be anything. Um, the weird part is it's amount of the degree of the strain itself. We don't know what that is. They could be very well looking at it like, who cares? Let's set them out one game. You know, worst case scenario, we lose the game. We 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 bounce back and it just he's ready to go and we're good to go. Um, so an a pulled like a pulled calf, I think, is can have a recovery time of up to six weeks. Now it can take also up to three days for it to start feeling better. It's supposed to be that you are not you can actually walk around and it can actually start recovering that and increase recovering time, which is interesting. But if it's a tear, it's a three to six week rest before you can return to full activity. That is all depending on what kind of injury this is. Now, it's a weird thing. I don't know why he was playing. I know they wanted to get a higher seed, but they should have taken him out of the game. At that point, what does it matter? You've rested him a few other times. That's the only thing I have knock on Jace Kidd on that one is I'm like, he shouldn't have even been out there at that point. There should have been no reason that he's out there. I agree. Um, uh, you know, it was the last game of the season. Who cares? You know, uh, that's very possible the Mavericks going to win. That we could possibly have won that game anyway. Uh, they were up by quite a bit, I think. So at some point, so it's just like there, there was no sense in him continuing to be out there, other than maybe conditioning and make you know making sure he's ready. But I, I think he was. There's no question that Luke is ready for anything. So. Um, but I don't hold it. I, I agree with them sitting out game one. I think game one's not a, not going to be a problem. I think that whether or not the Mavericks win or lose, Luke will be ready for the rest of the playoffs. Um, at least getting to the first round. Now they may do a Seth Curry type thing and rest him more. They may do a thing where he's out there X number of minutes. He's got a minute limit kind of thing. They don't want to put him out there for the whole, you know, kit and caboodle like they typically do. Uh, especially during the playoffs. So I could see something like that. It, it just depends, man. This is the worst thing the Mavericks could have happened to them yep. before the playoffs. Uh, if he is out the whole series, I do not see them winning. Uh, I would be shocked if they did without him. That would be kind of crazy. And not, that, to say, not to say that the Mavericks aren't any good, but and not to say that Utah's amazing, um, you know, so I think I think this is one of the best case scenarios for Utah. It doesn't mean anything. They're going to get knocked out the next round. But, um, you know, it is what it is. There's there's not I mean, a whole lot that could be done at this point. You have to either just rest Luka, and if it's bad enough, rest him the series. And if we win the series, great. He's rested the whole series. So it, it – Yeah, it depends. There's, there's three different strains, and – the, the lowest one is they say seven, 10 days, middle ones, three, six weeks. And the, the higher one is he's done. I, it um, just didn't look that crazy. Like, it's not like the dude fell on the floor and was just like in agonizing pain or anything. So it, I, I really find it hard to believe that this is a massive strain that is keeping him sidelined for seven to six weeks or whatever, six to seven weeks. Like I think, 
I don't think this is the worst case scenario. I think this is possibly in the middle between not great and this isn't anything to be worried about. We'll miss one game. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. He's, just... he's probably going to be out first two, maybe back three, best case. Is he going to be 100% healthy? What percentage he's going to be? They'll just sh- they'll shot just him depends. up at that point. Now, <laughs> the Brett Favre treatment is what I call that. <laughs> um, Get out there. Get out there. Look, if there's any chance, now go ask Kevin Durant. Did the same thing. Um, he, t- he had the strain on his, on his calf. Went out there and then tore his Achilles in half because of that. So if there's any chance the doctor says, uh, you know, you got a five percent chance that could happen, I I keep him out the whole playoffs unless unless they make it far, which they're not making it far without Luca. Because because if he strapped if he snaps his Achilles, he's out for next year too. It's not worth it. the The bigger pressure is on the Utah Jazz coming out in this series, right? Not on Dallas. They kind of have that built in. It's like when you lose your quarterback, right? You have that built in excuse. Well, no one's going to hold it against you. Um, Jason Kidd's already got him to the highest seed they've been in a long time. His he's got nothing to worry about. Um, the Mavericks are set up really well in the future, right? And it's not uh, like Jason Kidd's jobs on the line lucas coming yeah. in last year you know it was do or die the teams everybody on the team is 40 years old you know like <laughs> all right so. jeff well look at the, let's look at the eastern conference you got miami number one seed i think they kind of shocked everyone this year being as good as they were mm-hmm. um spolstra there as a head coach has been fantastic still there still coaching a, a very talented basketball team and they've kind of been kind of a quiet uh number one seed no one's really talking about them and i think that's you know could be scary for their teams but is it is it because not a lot of teams are trust them in the playoffs that you know kind of like utah they make the playoffs i last year number one seed i said i don't care you they they don't win and miami's had a success and gotten there before but i'm not sure if i trust this team to go all the way um they'll play they have to prove it they have to prove it I think yeah. this is a prove it for them, and maybe they will. Uh, maybe we come out of this season and go, "Wow, like the Heat are back, like they're good." You know, we took them for granted, <laughs> and uh, this is uh, a, a legitimate contender uh, in the East. But uh, they have to prove it, man. I mean, that, that's just it. You know, they haven't they haven't done anything since the three, and uh, you know, I I think that maybe it's fair possible. I mean, a lot of people. They've had buzz, but they haven't had the stage, and now they have the stage. So right. now they, everyone's going to get to see who the Miami Heat are, and they're really talented. You know, Jimmy Butler's there. I love his. He's got that dog mentality. I'm, I'm going to play every game my hardest. I don't care if it's practice. I don't care shooting around. Everything is done um, with the mama mentality. He's got that dog in him. You got don't talk Tyler. about practice. Whatever you do, bro. <laughs> We got Tyler Hero, who's great. Victor Oladipo, who's good. You've got Kyle Lowry coming over from Toronto this year. You've got Bam Adebayo, who's a beast. Duncan Robinson. So this team is really talented. It doesn't surprise me when you look at the roster on paper that they ended up being number one. Can they put it together in the playoffs? And and we'll see. Eric Sproles is a really good head coach. Then we got Boston versus Brooklyn. And and number two, Boston Celtics. Brooklyn's number seven. Brooklyn fell off this year. 
Um, they traded away James Harden. That thing fell, fell apart faster uh, than a comet coming down to earth, okay? <laughs> they got Ben Simmons, who hasn't played since, I don't know, what, two years now? I mean, last year Kyrie. or the offseason and he hadn't played all year, the back injury. They got Kyrie, who can't play in home games or away. I don't even know with him not being vaccinated, and that's cool. But Boston wins the series, Jeff. Yeah, I have a feeling Boston wins this series. A lot of people are picking Boston. And and look, Kyrie's going to make a statement in this game. The Nets could line up, be the most talented team on the court when they play most teams, right? They got Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and they've got a, a lot of guys there, but they don't have chemistry. They don't have. Uh, a team chemistry that you need in the NBA. You've got five guys in the court, and you've all got to be on the same page. Um, I think Boston's chemistry, and they're, they're playing really well, and they, they've got star players. I think they finally get over the hump, and they beat Brooklyn. And, and Boston's been that quiet team that, that, you know, they have a long history of success, and we really haven't heard from them when when Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce and Ray Allen all left. You've, you've, they've always been good, and in the playoffs – but they never get over that hump. And I think this is the year they could go far in the playoffs. Am I saying they're going to go to the championship? I don't think so. But I think they take Brooklyn, and I think they take them in six. But a lot of guys are picking the picking Boston and not Brooklyn, and I hope so because I can't stand Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. But Kyrie Irving does have a lot to show because – He does. And the Celtics – the Cel- Yeah, the Celtics have a lot to, to show him too. This is going to be a very intense series – uh, the fans are going to be intense, especially in Boston. Oh yeah, you know Kyrie has has talked crap about them, or has you know deface didn't he deface the the center of the yes. ring of, of yes. the court and he lies so to their face. He lies to their face. They, they, and... Those fans are going to be vicious, rabid, and um, that that could feed into Kyrie Irving playing better. Yeah, you know, uh, and Kevin Durant. So it could. it's it's interesting balance there. But you're exactly right, and and I think Kyrie did him wrong in my opinion. But um, Boston, go out and beat him, man. Go out and beat him. <laughs> uh, we're all rooting for you, I think. Um, and then you got number three Milwaukee versus number six Chicago. Uh, this will be a good series. Yeah, I, it I is. think it I is. think Milwaukee does take it. Uh, but the Chicago Bulls are talented. They've added some good pieces this year. The roster. I figure they'd be a little higher, but you know, six seed. In you got to be. You got. You got. You can't. You, you can't all be oh. one seeds. You can't all be high four seed or you know. So. Yeah. Every somebody's got to be a six, and they, they're. I mean, they they're good. They're a good teams. So there's some I think, good teams in the East. I'm telling you right now, the East has some good teams, and and they're starting to build everything and and become something special. So. I, I think. Uh, I think honestly, it's it's going to come down to how bad Giannis wants it, and and. At any time, he could be the best player in the NBA on any given night, and he's a beast. And he's learned to, he's learned a three point shot. He he drives the basket, and he um, puts a lot of pressure on your defense, and he can do it all. So uh, I think Milwaukee wins that one. And then you got Toronto versus Philly, number four versus number five. You got Philly with Joel Embiid, who's put the team on his back. They made the trade with Ben Simmons. They got James Harden. Are those two going to work together? It, it hasn't, you know, they're they're still kind of weren't learning, and their their owner said they're a work in progress, and that's not what you want to hear going into the playoffs. I think yeah. Toronto upsets them this year. Um, I think Toronto is better coached. Um, you know, 
Doc Rivers is good, but I think Toronto's got a really good head coach, Nick Nurse. They're a talented team. They did lose Lowry, but they're still the fifth seed, so it didn't hurt them too much there. I, I think Toronto does upset Philly, and Philly goes home early, in my opinion. But I don't know what you think. I mean, I really like Embiid. I just don't think they've got the chemistry yet, and I don't. I'm not, I don't trust James Harden in the playoffs. Man, it's hard to go against. Uh, it's hard to go against Philly. I, I'm going to go with Philly on this. Honestly, I do. I think Harden and, and them are going to at least get out of this. Um, it, it's it's going to be a challenge, but uh, but if they work, it's work together and, and have some form of of cohesiveness. I do think they'll they'll win this this series. Uh, it's going to go high, but I think it's going to go to like a six, um, maybe a seven game. Um, Harden's hard to guard. It's hard to beat, um, but it's it's all about who else can step up other than him. We know Harden's going to step up. You know, we know he's going to play, um, but everyone else playing on their game as well. They have to do that because if not, they'll they'll get knocked. Uh, but. It, it doesn't say that, oh, this team is horrible now. I just think that it's just not yet. They're not, they don't have the pieces yet. They had to do, they had to get rid of quite a bit of stuff and, and to get some of these guys. So, you know, they did trade a lot. All right, Jeff. Well, if it came down to it today, who's your NBA championship matchup? If you had to guess who's going to make it all the way, what would you, what would you say? Uh, I'd probably go Bucks Suns. I think we're doing. I think season. we're doing it again. Yeah, <laughs> I think you know, I think we're doing it again. You know, I would have picked the Lakers if they were in, but uh, <laughs> they're not. Um, <laughs> oh, I see your subtle <laughs> shots there. Uh, so it, well, I could also even see. You know, uh, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily roll out the Warriors, but if if it's all about Stephon Curry and uh. And and obviously, or not Steph on Seth Curry, and then also with the Mavericks, it's about Luca. I mean, if those guys are hurt, Warriors aren't going in far, very far in, and and the Mavericks aren't going very far. In. So, well, I mean, Mavericks are even if even if Luca's healthy, Mavericks aren't winning the championship. Oh, we're not saying they're winning it. I'm saying they're not going to go far. Oh no. Um, um, I I have the same. I have Phoenix versus the Bucks. I was going to go Golden. I was thinking Golden State, but I think Phoenix. I think what Phoenix has learned this year is to be able to win without Chris Paul. That was their big thing last year is Chris Paul got hurt and they would start losing. And it's like, man, okay. They started learning how to win without Chris Paul. They're really well coached. Um, I I got Phoenix and Milwaukee and I think the Phoenix Suns get the job done, but uh, yeah, um, it's possible. I mean, I'm not, I'm also, I can't keep getting on the fence with Miami. Like I, I don't know. Yeah, they're Something's very talented. Up, something about that team is no one's talking about them, and I, and I think maybe some people should be. So I, it's hard to it's hard to ignore them a little bit. So definitely is. All right, guys. Well, that was the spotlight of the week. Let us know if you have any um, NBA takes. If you who you think is going to win, um, it, it should be a pretty interesting playoffs. We we might see an LA list playoffs. The Clippers if they lose tonight. They yeah. won't be in it. The Lakers aren't in it. Obviously, it's been the biggest flop of a season, the most embarrassing Lakers season I've ever been a part of. Um, I'm getting closer. I, My buddy wants me to jump on the Luka train. He's like, come be a Dallas Maverick. And I'm like, you know what? I told him today, I go, I'm getting closer because I, I want to root for a guy that wants to 
wants to play and not a guy like LeBron who quits on his team. But um, well, anyways, I mean, you just you, you have to just you have to like buckle up and just, you know, uh, bring all your Lakers stuff into the room, sit down it. and just go. Yeah! Oh, oh man, and, and my buddy—I have a buddy of mine that was a Lakers fan until Kobe left, and he's like, "I was well, I was a Lakers fan because Kobe left. Now I'm a I'm a Luca fan." So, and I'm like, "Man, I I, I want to do that, but I just don't know. I, I just don't know if I can do that, man." I, <laughs> but well, one day, one day, I guess we'll, we'll see. see. I, I really, uh, Luca is the other most watched player that I watch. But all right, guys. Well, that's it for the spotlight of the week. Let's jump into. The headlines. All right, Jeff. Well, Tuesday's episode, we covered this sad, tragic news that happened over the weekend, and and um, we'll give you a chance to talk about it here. New details, though, have come out over the sad passing of Dwayne Haskins. Um, what a tragic story that was. And me and Craig covered the debacle um, from from um, Adam Scheffner, from Gil Brandt. I don't know if you've if you've heard of all that stuff going on with that, but there has been new details leaked about the incident, and we still don't know everything. But there was a woman found drunk and passed out in the vehicle Haskins was driving. Um, so that's new new details. This, and it makes you think. What was going on was Dwayne Haskins under the influence of 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 alcohol driving the vehicle. That's why he decided to did the vehicle break down. There's a lot of open questions we don't know. Now we're gonna have to wait till a toxicology report, and um, it just leads it just leads these unopened questions on the whole details and, and situation that what happened. I and mean, we may never know, but uh, um, just a sad passing, and and hopefully we get some you know, find out what happened. And, uh, I'm hoping that, you know, nothing, I'm hoping Dwayne Haskins, it was just one of those accidents and, and wasn't under the influence of anything to make him, um, make a bad decision, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Uh, this is, yeah. And I hope it's not. And if it comes out that it is the NFL's failed somebody big time, um, the NFL, see, this is a problem that they, I don't know if people I've mentioned this before, but the NFL has this policy where they give you a card, right? And they, and then this card has a number on it and you're able to call it at any moment when you're out and about at a bar, whatever. And that, and they will have someone pick you up in a car and take you home. It's, I mean, they have this service forever. It's, it's like a free Uber, right? And, I don't know if some of these people either don't know about it or they are they aren't you know people around them. But again, they also have people that will come with you that are sober. That will also help you drive home. So it's just like, what is going on with the NFL? Why does this keep happening if this is true? And if it is true, what is going on with Goodell to where he's not making this a thing? You know, this is this is not the first time this has happened. If it has, and it and and it just to me, it's just a either a failure of education by the NFL to make it a thing or not, and I don't understand it. Like you know, 
they talk about the concussions, they talk about all these other things, but they have failed to really talk about this. I mean, I, I agree at a certain point. You know, it's just a bad decision making. Any any time any human being, no matter who you are, decide to drive while under the influence of anything, it's a dumb decision. Sure. Yeah. Bottom line. Okay, you hear it all the time. Guy drunk and runs into a car and kills three people and he's still alive. Here all the time, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. We won't know yet what happened on that highway. Why was Dwayne Haskins there? Why did he did the car break down? Did did he was he did it run out of gas? Did did he just get out and start walking? We have no idea. Um Adam Schefter's tweet was was uh senseless at uh it lacked empathy for this guy and it um gil brant was even worse did you hear what gil brant said Mm-mm. no what did he say oh my gosh gil brant went on an interview the same day that this is an interview on xm radio <clears throat> on fs1 and they were interviewing about Dwayne haskins it popped up and they just started talking about it and he said Dwayne haskins was a guy always living to die Oh my God! That it's always something with Haskins. Uh, he said one more That's thing. Still and, not an excuse to oh say stuff gosh. like that, dude. I was like, this guy still has a job. How is he not fired for that? Um, <sighs> and here's what I can't stand, and and this goes all beyond the Dwayne Haskins part of part of this. And I saw this the other day on on social media. Some guy lost his life. I don't know if he was famous or a baseball player or something. And he lost his life due to drug overdose. Was that and, with, the, with the Angels? No. I know you're talking about uh, that's Tyler Skaggs. Okay. No, this is something else. I don't I don't know if – I think it was sports-related, but not like big-time sports-related. Okay. And all these comments on social media is, well, yeah, look how many drugs he had in his system. Well, yeah, this. Well, yeah, that. I'm like, guys, you're missing the point. Someone died. Okay? Someone lost their life. I don't care how. I don't care if uh, if Dwayne Haskins, you know, did drive drunk and got out and got hit by a car. That does suck. But just because he that someone was under the influence doesn't mean their, their death isn't sad. And people try to use that, oh, well, dumb decision. What an idiot. And it's like, guys, someone lost their life. Someone lost their father. Someone lost their husband, their wife, whoever, whatever it is. Like, I don't know why people have to get on there and and start just bad mouthing. And I'm like, dude, someone lost their lives. Um, it's a tragic story. Can we not take time to have some empathy for somebody? Um, and I just, it's ridiculous. But sorry, I had to get that little rant off my chest. But yes. Uh, so that's that's the new information, and that leads that whole question mark, and the Dwayne Haskins about the woman being found drunk, leads those unopened questions. And I get you know we'll have to wait for the toxicology report to come back and and all that stuff. But um, number two, Jeff, Jason Garrett <laughs> finds himself a new spot. And a new job as he will be broadcast booth of the new league that starts this weekend, the USFL. Jason Garrett, the guy who um, is very bland. <laughs> All right. He's very bland. No, I'm not really a big personality guy. 
do you think he's going to be entertaining? Because I don't. I don't think he's going to be very entertaining. <sighs> oh, man. When it comes to this, it you know. <laughs> <laughs> who? I, 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 <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, he's going to. He wasn't entertaining whenever he would do press conferences. No. So no, he wasn't. You know, it's not it's like it's sleep. a it's a it's not like it's a Nathaniel Hackett situation where he's he's hilarious and and you know wild and whatever. But uh, I guess I mean I I don't even really remember what Jason Garrett sounds like anymore. <laughs> so I, you know, if somebody was like, "Hey, that's Jason Garrett," I'd be like, "Hi, okay." Um, I he I guess he's doing something. You know, he obviously is never going to coach again. I mean, maybe, I don't know, maybe he'll be coaching in USFL, you know, um, who knows, but I, I guess it's, it's going to be weird, uh, to hear it, but I guess it's, I mean, maybe Cowboy fans, I don't know, maybe somebody's excited. I don't know who would be. Are you? No. <laughs> Am I excited about Jason Garrett? Yeah, definitely, definitely not. <laughs> okay. Um, he pissed me to sleep in his press conferences. He's the trust the process guy. Are you going to watch? <laughs> The USFL, Jeff. I think that's the bigger question here. Um, are you going to watch this this week? It starts this weekend. It starts tomorrow night. The first game is uh, 6.30, Saturday night on, on Fox, I believe. It's the New Jersey Generals versus the Birmingham Stallions. Um, so uh, will you tune in at some point? They've also got to deal with Peacock as well and FS1 so and USA. Uh maybe if i remember it's on i'll probably tune in right and i i've look i've tuned into them all they tune into the xfl i turned into the aaf or whatever that was i'll tune into this one and there's one thing i already really like about this league jeff there will be no chains for the first downs there is a chip in the football and it will be able to tell you where the ball is on the field so that's interesting. That's fantastic. Have you ever seen a tennis match, Jeff, and, and see the replay in tennis? Yeah. They have the best replay system of all time in any every any sport. And I this is kind of the step going with football. They can challenge a call, and they can go back and see where that ball landed by the millimeter on the court and figure if it was in or out. That's what the, This is kind of, I guess, what they're doing with the USFL. I'm interested to see, you know, um, how that's going to work, but uh, that's the technology they're using. So, are not the same tennis technology, but something to that effect. So, I think that's I think, pretty interesting. I think seeing innovation uh, that's possibly going to hit, um, you know, the, the NFL maybe possibly uh, is a good thing. I think it's interesting. I think it's definitely very interesting. Because um, I mean, whatever if whatever works for them, if fans really like it, I, I do see the NFL maybe taking a little bit of that and maybe stealing it or saying, "Well, hey, why can't we? You know, uh, why can't we uh, adapt that into into regular you know stuff for the NFL?" I, I could see that, right? And th- and that's actually the XFL starts next next year in 2023. That's something they've made it. They've made a deal with it with the. Um, NFL to work on player safety and get get and get the XFL up to the safety standards and and a, a deal where they can kind of work off each other and I I think it's a fantastic idea and the last time they had XFL they used a sky cam or they had um when they had a review they had a guy 
right there, be able to review the play and tell them within seconds if it was the right call or not. So I really like those things, and I'm hopefully the NFL is is open-minded enough to use some of those things instead of not. And I think that they're doing the smart thing with it because going up against the exit, like the NFL, you're not going to win. If you're trying to battle them and battle them, you're not going to win. But, hey, opening up, hey, let's, let's can we work? Can we make a deal with this, make a deal with that? I think that's kind of the way to go, and that's why they're not playing the same you know, season as the the NFL is. And they're going to be competing with the playoff basketball and stuff, but uh, nothing's as big as the NFL, so they might be able to get some traction. I, I'm not sure if it's gonna, really going to work out for them, though. Yeah, it, you know, it. these leagues, isn't it owned now? I think isn't it uh, run by The Rock and his wife, XFL now? Yes, it's it's run or by his the ex-wife, rock. his ex-wife. The Rock and somebody. I'm not sure. They're actually being sued for stealing the the brand from Danny Johnson. It's his ex-wife. Okay, I'm, yeah, they're running she, it with something. She, technically, technically, I guess she is majority owner of it um, okay. versus the Rock. So, Interesting. but uh, it's, it is it is an odd. It's an odd thing. USFL, I think, like I told you, and I said this before in other shows, it's got to be consistent. We've got to see. One season, another season, another season, another season before everyone starts getting excited each offseason going, now we got something to watch. Now we have another team to root for, blah, blah, blah. You cannot do this thing where it's like, we'll do a season and then it's over. Yeah. And it's like, well, that's it. No one is going to stay connected when they have that over their head of going, well, you know, they don't stay around. So why am I going to waste my time? Right, stay and the around, a- the and AAF, I will invest my time. The AAF lasted eight games. The XFL will do a year and then stop. And the XFL said they stopped because of COVID, but I honestly think they stopped because ratings were so bad. Um, so I'm interested to see what The Rock's going to be doing with it, and interested to see uh, Bob Stoops is staying as a head coach, but I don't know if they're keeping the, the team here. I don't know if they're changing the teams up. So there's still no kind of direction yet of what's going on there i figured they'd keep the same teams but i don't know so we'll see yeah um it's 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 gonna be i don't know people i guess i i personally think that there are some people who are definitely excited um but uh but in my opinion i think that it's all about consistency with this kind of stuff so if you really want to see more of this tell people to go watch it I mean, even if they, even if you DVR it and just kind of catch in and, and 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 interact that way, I guess it's still they still track that stuff. So, I I think it's it it, it all makes sense if people support the thing. You got to support it. So right, and you guys, like I said, you guys stick around. And, and my my thing is is we don't even watch preseason football, right? <laughs> we don't watch preseason footballs where our guys are wearing. Our team, they're in Green Bay jerseys. They're in Denver Bronco jerseys. They're in Cowboy jerseys. They're, we don't stick around for preseason. Mm-hmm. So I just don't know how much people are going to be invested. And, you know, they, 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 this, the one thing they might have, Jeff, is if they're, they're it's affordable to go. Yep. They'll get the families out and they'll go because the Dallas Cowboys have raised ticket prices again this season. And you see this happen, and it's like, all right, well, I can go down the street and watch football. It may not be as the best, but I can afford to get my whole family in for the price to park my car at Jerry's World. 
Right. So, you know, it's give or take, and that, that's something. But longevity is the key, and they got to have enough money to keep it going, whether the ratings there are there or not. Now, here's an interesting take. This is what I find to be very interesting about something like this. Can you imagine? Let's say, like, we have all this stuff going on with Kyler Murray, right? We have all this stuff going on with Baker Mayfield. Can you imagine at some point Baker or Kyler Murray is like, you know what? They're going to pay me. <laughs> I'm out. That would be interesting because it would create this kind of buzz, you know, this like, oh, dang, if people aren't happy here, he may just go over there and play for a little bit, get get paid, you know. And then maybe maybe at that point that team or some team is like, man, maybe we should have paid Kyler Murray a little bit more. And, and then he comes back in the NFL, gets paid or whatever. But I could see something crazy where to make buzz, to get people talking about this stuff, somebody makes a move. That would be long down the road. Uh, that would be interesting. You know, it, would be, be it would be interesting. interesting. Um, maybe they should go and sign Colin Kaepernick. If Colin hey. Kaepernick really wants to play football, guys, sure. this is his opportunity. Why not? All right, guys. Well, number three, we got some more drama in Arizona between Kyle Murray and the Cardinals. Kyle Murray says he won't play this season without a new contract. There's been beef between the two this last offseason as their season fell apart at the end. They, they've kind of choked it away at the end of the season. Um, do you think, I mean, I, will the Cardinals be crazy enough to trade them? Do you think they're crazy? Do you think Kyle Murray's worth it? How, what do you think about Kyle Murray, Jeff, before I tell you my, my true thoughts on, on what I think of him? But it, this all depends on what you think of his play on the field, basically. Kyler Murray hasn't, first of all, the Cardinals haven't been Jack, um, you know, for, I, I mean, the last true QB that they had um, was what? How many years ago was that, Brian? I mean, it, it's, it you know, playoff contention. Um, you're looking at, uh, what's his face, Kurt Warner? Kurt Warner. Okay. <laughs> so that's I mean, the last time, Right. How can you be a team and actually sit there and try to justify the potential of maybe getting rid of him? He may or may not be great, and that's fine. But it's like you got to understand who else is your option. You could get Baker. Maybe, maybe that's maybe they maybe they they do it. Maybe that Kyler Murray goes somewhere else, and then they they do a trade for Baker. Maybe. Uh, but I, I just don't understand. There's been so many quarterbacks burned this offseason. It's insanity, right? You have old man Matt Ryan. He's been busting his butt for that organization for God knows how long. What does he get? A slap in the face, right? Then you have Kyler. Then you have Baker Mayfield busting his butt trying to get this team to where it needs to be. What do they do? Slap him in the face. Kyler Murray, may, we don't know. Maybe it's the same situation. We know what's going on with, with Atlanta. We know what's going on with, with uh, Cleveland. We know what Cleveland did. We know what Cleveland brought in. right? We don't know anything other than the fact that was it right the way that they treated Baker Mayfield? Was it right the way they treated Matt Ryan? And now what are we seeing the same kind of thing with Kyler Murray? Is this going to be a problem? And I, I who, who, who else is the other option is in this situation? You don't really have much of a choice. Right, Cleveland only, had Cleveland had their option. The, the 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 Falcons don't. Who's their option? 
They told him, oh, yeah, you know, we're in the mix. Sorry. And then they're not in the mix. And now what do they do? Eat crow? Uh, well, we kind of still wanted you, Matt Ryan. Did you? Well, they did. And then, well, they it was kind of their backup plan until he said, hey, I, I want some more money. And then they traded him away. And, and look, I'm fine with trading Matt Ryan. Fine, I don't sure. Why not? That. But I just, I, I look at a thing. If, if somebody's been loyal to you, treat them well. Well, Kyle Treat Murray, okay, coming out of college, there's been a lot of um, rumors about him being a diva, his family being a pain in the butt. Um, my question is, did he lose a locker room? Okay, if you got a leader that lost a locker room, you're not going to be able to win with him unless you either change him or change the whole locker room. Now, there's been beef between the two. There, the last game of the season, Kyle Murray refused to go in the game, and he quits. That, that's like what you can't go in and just run a play. Someone in Arizona Cardinals, um, front office, someone leaked that information. We would have had no clue about it unless it came from Arizona. They leaked that information. Kyle thought he was taking the thought he was a scapegoat. Or whatever. I think Arizona really wants one more year to see if he's going to shape up or ship out. His stats are okay. They're not. They're not super fantastic. He's thrown for over three thousand yards the last three years. He's been in the league three years. He's thrown for over twenty touchdowns and he's had double digit interceptions. And this last season, his rating was eighty seven. It's his lowest of his career. Um, he boasted a ninety four and then a hundred the two years before that. So. Is he decent? Yes. I think he's overhyped. Um, I think he's not worth these top dollar that they're paying for everyone else. You've got to look at your options if you're going to get rid of him. What's it going to be? Can you trade him? They, there, someone will give up a lot for Kyle Murray. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Who's your future? This team, this Carl's team, is kind of a built to win now. Um, trading your quarterback. And drafting a quarterback, or, or maybe you're trading him for another quarterback. I don't know if it's really going to work out. I do think they do sign him eventually, but there is some really bad beef between the two teams, and I'm not sure. Um, and and this will be the first time. Let's do the Cardinals make him sweat because there's new rules in in the NFL that a player yeah. cannot sit out with and um, without losing money. Back in the day. They could they could actually void that money they lost and still pay the player. Now that's against that's against the rules. So if you do sit out, you will lose money. There is no if ands or buts about it. Will Kyle Murray take a stand and be that first player, kind of leaving the team in hanging? What's it's going to be yeah. interesting, and we got a long way to go. Well, and and there's also teams that are looking for quarterbacks. Yeah, you know, you have the the Eagles that keep sniffing around. Um, you you know, you, I think Baker's name was thrown around with them this last week. Uh, so I mean, you got you got these teams like teams are looking for quarterbacks. It's pretty obvious, and 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 they and these players know that. You know, uh, Baker Mayfield knows it. Kyler Murray knows it. Or Kyle Murray. Um, and so like you know he they these guys know this, and it, teams are going to sniff, and teams are going to pay money, and the market is freaking high. Like the market keeps That's getting ridiculous. reset. Yeah. <laughs> so it, you know, it's yeah. going to be a lot of money, whether they pay Kyler Murray now or they pay or somebody pays for him, but somebody's paying money for him and someone's going to be paying high. Same with Baker Mayfield. It doesn't matter. They could be mediocre. They've had some success in the NFL and that's it. That's all you need. This, um, 
this next quarterback contract, they think the Sean Watson one kind of blew the market up. Aaron Rodgers getting fifty million a year. <clears throat> um, the most guaranteed money goes to, to Sean Watson. Um, you still got Lamar Jackson on. Um, what's he going to get paid? Is he going to be the highest paid quarterback? Um, so interesting things. Do they want to pay to Sean to Lamar Jackson? The, the quarterback market's going to keep skyrocketing. Oh yeah. And oh, yeah. Um, we're going to figure see see what's going on with it and and figure out where it's going to be. Figure out where Kyle Murray is going to be next season. I think he's still in and Arizona. I think and, he's and, yeah. done, but yeah. And, and say same with wide receiver markets. It's just, it's blown ridiculous. up. Uh, blown goodness. Up. All right, Jeff. Well, number four, we got some trouble in big D like <laughs> usual. Their off season continues to be a, um, a debacle is the word I keep uh, calling it. Kelvin Joseph, their cornerback that they drafted, I think last year, or the year before, um, He's in hot water, all right? A month ago, a man was shot in Dallas and killed. There's been a lot of shootings in Dallas. Uh, <laughs> I was like, uh, what day was turned, that? It's turned uh... into GTA down there after, <laughs> after the sun goes down. But um, – and it's it's unfortunate, but uh, I, I don't go to Dallas. Anyways, Kelvin Joseph on Friday, the news broke uh, – actually Thursday – that the Dallas police were interested and need to speak with him Kelvin Joseph on um, possible knows information about the shooting. And I'm like, holy crap. This Hmm. is a a month later. Well, breaking news today. Kelvin Joseph was actually in the vehicle. (laughs) That shot, not the vehicle itself, obviously, (laughs) but, but was in the vehicle that Shots were fired from and killing a poor guy that lost God. his life in Dallas. Now, his attorney said, Kelvin is not the one who shot the gun. We have the no, car. We have no clue. In this car. But they, they say it like it's, oh, he's innocent. He didn't do it. That's your accessory to murder, man. Oh, yeah, you are. That's accessory to murder unless you're willing to snitch out your own crew. Oh, then uh how do you get I involved with stuff like this when you're in the nfl look seriously it didn't start in the nfl jeff this guy Jeez. got kicked out of lsu he got kicked out of kentucky and they told him you better enter the draft because if you don't you might not make it there because you'd probably be in jail okay so he comes he, behind the scenes the rumors are that he's a difficult person to get along with difficult person to coach he has his own photographer who videos his whole career. Yes. This oh guy's with him 24-7, videos his whole life, his career in the in football. Um, He's going to video him in prison? I, I don't know. <laughs> Dallas Cowboys knew the risk of drafting this guy. This this is stuff that they knew. Why do they, they continue to try and do that kind of stuff with these guys? They take the it's risk. Like, and... Hey, who's the worst of the worst? <laughs> Uh, this guy. Oh well, we can turn him around. Can you? I don't know. I don't like that. They're like that. That um ex girlfriend or that girl that thinks they can fix everybody. It's the magic and, of the star, Brian. It's the magic of the star. And when it craps on your face, you're you have this surprised look, and you're going, "What? I can't believe Kelvin Joseph would do such." Well, look what happened. Ed Orgeron, <sighs> okay, basically got um. Basically, LSU was like, okay, Ed, 
you're going to leave after the season. They both leave. Ed Orgeron, the guy who was known to do some shady stuff in LSU, kicked him off his team. So think about that. Uh, it's too bad uh, for him, Brian. This, this um, offseason for the Dallas Cowboys continues to be a debacle. Jerry Jones in the news all, all day, all week. Are they doing um, hard knocks again? No. <laughs> right. Well, Jeff, I, I have to tell you something earlier. I, um, you know, Craig's new member of the show. We work together. So we're on a text thread together and he is a Cowboys fan. So it's going to be interesting to have him on the show. <laughs> and, uh, I, I said something I broke, I said, Hey, your, your quarterback is, uh, being investigated for possibly murdering somebody. And he's and he we were talking about crap to each other. And he goes, at least I'm not the at least I'm not a Packers fan. So then we got a debate. I'm like, are you going to sit there and tell me that you think the Cowboys have been more successful in the last 25 years than no. the Packers? That is not a that is not a debatable topic. I said I'm going to have to question you you on the show now. <laughs> Just joking, obviously. But <laughs> nobody with a brain can tell me that the the Cowboys have been as successful as Green Bay no. in the last, the last five Come years, on. ten years. Come on now. Get out of here. So we're going to have to have them on and have them debate that. It, it all starts time. with a championship. That's one. Um, and then well, it kind of goes, like, and then it goes down the list. You know, you see how many conference titles, how many uh, divisional games, how many trips to the playoffs. How, you know, well, here's like, when you look and 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 the whole the whole Super Bowl or bus mentality is dumb. Okay, you think you think the uh, Kansas City Royal fans are going, man, we don't win the World Series this year. It's a horrible season. No, they know they're not good. The Bengals. The Bengals went to the Super Bowl. Did they win it? No. They're going, man, we made the Super Bowl. I'm super excited. Look at this team. They're not going, oh, we didn't win it. What a failure of a season. It's not how it works. No, they blame my, the refs. If my team goes to the playoffs every year or goes to the NFC Championship game and your team doesn't make the playoffs, my team is better than yours. That's logic. Okay? So don't give me this crap. So you're saying but, the 49ers were better than Green Bay. 49ers, yeah, they're better than Packers this season. They beat us. That, Jimmy, G. Jimmy G. Jimmy <laughs> G. Anyways, so we'll have to have him on to debate that. Well, Jeff, number five is a little baseball here for you. The other night, Clayton Kershaw was pulled the other evening. After having a perfect game going into the seventh, he only threw 80 pitches at that point. Do you think it's the right call? Yes. Yes. You're wrong. I'm not. You are wrong. I'm not wrong. No. Tell me why I'm not. Tell me why we um, he got robbed of history, possibly. It's the only thing Clayton Kershaw has never done in his career. There's only been 32 of them in the MLB history. Were they up? Yeah, they were winning. Okay, I don't know the score, but they—they. They, well, I asked because it's like if they're tied, there's a difference. Um, I or overthrow up by a lot. Um, no, I think it's not a bad idea, and I, I say that because I've seen this happen before. I've, I've, you know, there's been a few Yankees that it's happened to. 
Happened to and your, sucks. Um, happened to CC Sabathia. It happened to uh, Kluber last year. No, it didn't. Kluber, Kluber did that last year. The year against, or the last year? the Rangers. No, I know, Full. but then two, then two games um, later, he blew his arm out and was out for the whole year. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I'm talking about. So uh, I look at it this way. Look, I you know, at players, there are certain players who really, 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 really like those personal accolades. And then there are other players who are like, you know what? I don't really care. I know the idea. Um, Garrett Cole, it happened to him last year. He was throwing a, I don't know if it was a perfect game or if he was just, it was a shutout and he wanted to complete it. He wanted to throw a complete game. He yelled at Aaron Moon to get off the mound. He was about to come out. Mike Messina did the same thing. I, I look at it like if, if you get hurt, which Garrett Cole got hurt that season last year, I question that um, mainly because it's just like, it's not worth that to me. I would rather you be healthy and ready to go hundred um, percent. than have you have some personal award of, I got a perfect game or I got a no hitter. Fine. That's fine. But at the end of the season, what the heck's a no hitter going to mean? Better than a world series. Is it better than winning your division? Is it better than winning the, the pennant? No. Well, look, I mean, you, it's you your personal. It. It's a personal award, right? You you get the highlight reel. You get all this, whatever. But in the end, Clayton Kershaw is going to have a ton of strikeouts this year. He's going to get paid, right? He'll get paid. He's on a one year deal, which means wherever he goes, he's going to get money. It's not like someone's going to go, "Hey, you sucked." Yeah, get that perfect game. Like, come on. Like it, it. It's all. It's all personal. And if it's that personal to him, like. I don't know. I think we were robbed. I think Clayton Kershaw would have finished the job. It's the only thing that he's never done in his career. Um, now, look, I get he he does have injuries, and he'll be injured at some point in the season. Yeah, of course. That's just what Clayton Kershaw is. But you got to look at the team he's on. The team ain't going to miss Clayton Kershaw if he gets hurt. It's not going to happen. Clayton Kershaw's going to miss him. Miss Clayton him. Kershaw, if he got hurt now – Two games later, he goes or whatever. His next start, he goes and, and injures himself. I'd he, he has plenty of time and season to get healed up before playoffs, right? For whatever, sure. They're on the Dodgers. They're going to be one of the best teams in the league, if not the best team in the league. Um, I think it was a perfect opportunity to leave it, leave him out there, let him try it. He says he's fine with it. You never know. He's probably being a good sport. Maybe he is fine with it. Maybe he didn't like it, but he's he's not going to come out and cause no drama. I think if he didn't like it, he'd already expressed that. I there's been plenty think... of players that are like that. Like they'll they'll yell, they'll get, they'll throw the glove, they'll they'll you know get frustrated, roll their eyes. I've seen it. Well, like, yeah, but doesn't mean everyone's like that. And know. some people really just not say anything, especially to the media, and just kind of whatever. It is what it is. I just think when you have a sport that is begging for viewers to take the hist- to take that out of the, the the view of the history off and not even give it a shot. I get it's early in the season. I get they didn't have the proper time, and maybe that's why they didn't have the proper um, amount of time to warm up before the season started. All those could have played factors. I just want to see it on the field and, and maybe, maybe I I'm guess, being a little selfish. But, I guess um, I'm also just not enamored with it anymore. Um, oh, 
putting it's, these these perfect games. He's no hitters. He's shutouts. He's complete game shutouts. Like I, I'm just not enamored with it anymore. I've seen it enough. There's more times in one season where we saw at least like four of them. And I'm just like, okay, whatever. You know, it's another one of those. Like it, it just it's not well, there's not an allure to it anymore. It's kind of like, God, Lee, who the hell did you face? Oh, God. You know, like, it's just like Corey Kluber did it to the Rangers last year. Do you, I mean, yeah, it was cool, I guess. But I mean, if I boil it down to it, I knew Corey Kluber wasn't going to be like that all year. I knew Corey Kluber wasn't even going to come back to the Yankees next year. It was a fluke. Like, you know, so I look at it and it's just like, ah, whatever. Whatever, you know, it is what it is. It, it's happened enough times in the last uh, seven, eight seasons, you know, where it's like either complete game shut shutouts or it's like, oh, you know, a no hitter. But it's like contextually a no hitter because, you know, there was an error and I don't know. It, it's just that kind of stuff. It's kind of like now, this ah. is different, though. Yeah. A perfect game is there's only no, I know that I know that three of them. And right. Major League Baseball history. Okay. Right. 23 of them. I'm not talking about just a no hitter. I'm talking about 23 in the history of baseball. That's insane. Okay. Right. This could have been done. We never know. And that's what I hate about it. But now, could have, would have, should have. If they got a hit in the ninth inning, you pull him out and his arms falling off at that point. He's thrown. No, you I mean, know, <laughs> you obviously you obviously look at the pitch count. If he, if he's got eighty pitches and and the next two batters he's thrown twenty to get him out, then obviously you take him out. But okay, so it was the seventh inning, correct? Quick. It was the seventh yeah, inning. Seventh inning. I don't know if I would have done it. Eighty pitches. I, just I keep don't. him in. I, I just keep don't. Him in. Well, you keep him in, then you run that risk that that eighth inning is going to be long, and if it's long and you're just sitting there, hopefully, like God, get through it. You know, like what. You, you, uh, run you, have that the, you have the bullpen. You have the sure, bullpen but going, and if if, if something know. happens, you when pull it's a out. when it's a player who is really injury prone, I really find a hard time to to to. If it's a younger guy and he's like wheeling and dealing, and you're you're kind of like, hey man, you're in the majors, do do what you can, do what you do, you know. Like I get it, but when it comes to Clay Kershaw, you know Jacob Degrom, that kind of stuff, I I kind of question it a little bit. You kind of you run into that that category or to that 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 realm similar, and I bring it back to a little bit of football because this happened before too. You run it into that realm of remember when Mike Kyle, or Mike Shanahan ran uh, what's his face into the ground like basically all season, and it was uh, oh who was the guy who played for the freaking Commanders? They weren't the Commanders then, but uh, not Kyle Shanahan. Was it was it his dad that was coaching them? Was it uh, Mike? What player are you talking about here? I'm talking about uh, it's quarterback. Uh, he has to play anymore. Oh, RG three, uh, RG three. So just like ran him into the ground, and everybody questioned that. And he, it was the playoffs, and it was he was just like go out there, you know, or it was it wasn't even a playoffs. It was a regular season game or something, and it was just like go out there. And I'm like, why are you doing that? I mean, I get that, but I'm just saying, if I look at a player who's got injury prone behavior, I find a little bit I wouldn't do it. If I was a manager, I'd go. You know what? I'd rather not because I need you in a, in you know three in three days. I need you to pitch in four days. Like it, it doesn't. No, I wouldn't do it. I'd I'd pull back. I'd do I'd pull it back. unless the pitcher says I'm out. But you run a risk with the pitch count. Me, That's all it is, and it's just let like me I don't know. tell you, 
an interesting fact of the day. The f- the first perfect game belongs to Lee Richmond of the Worcester Worcesters. <laughs> Good. I got one of their hats. What kind of name is that? Oh, you need, you've got to get a gosh. Worcester Worcester hat, Brian. I, I got you. To, really, you not, you're not a real it. fan. Let's yeah, yeah. One of bad boys. <laughs> All right, Jeff. Well, that's going to be the the uh, episode this week. We do the episodes Tuesdays and Fridays. Me and Craig on Tuesday, and me and Jeff on Friday. Um, it is that time for us to ask the important question, Jeff, of what's in your locker. Mm, not much. Um, work, 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 work. Um, uh, obviously, going to be watching some of the the basketball, especially the Mavericks um, this weekend. Seeing you know the outcome of that, at least some of it. Um, other than that, watching stuff, trying to just relax. We went to, I saw the Rockies. I got free tickets for the Rockies uh, by my work, and I won them. And then you know me and my wife and and uh, my mom went out there and watched the game. It was pretty cool. It was a cool park. I like it. Um, you know there were a lot of Dodger fans out there, and I think the Dodgers lost. Um, so it, it, you know, it was a, it was a good game and I, the park is cool. It's just a, the way it's set up is so interesting and different. It's got, it's got a interesting fact. The Rockies have the best record of major league baseball right now. Oh, wow. So, uh, yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, so yeah, they, they, it, it was just, uh, like it's all surrounded kind of inside the downtown area. Um, and so it's got kind of a good feel to it. And then, then the actual like billboard, uh, Titan Tron thing is kind of facing the mountains and stuff. So it's pretty, it's pretty cool setup. Uh, I like it. My wife liked it. We had a good time. You know, my work has multiple, like they do multiple things like that. So there's possibility I could win some Bronco ones as well. So I'm kind of hoping for that one. I don't know if I'll win it, but, uh, uh, then other than that, we've just been, um, watching some shows and just chilling out. We, you know, kind of just kind of getting ready for spring springs kind of coming. So, um, yeah, there's not been much going on really other than the game. I went to my mom's this last, uh, weekend and, and hung out with her and we're going to probably here in the next month or so, uh, going to be going over there more often. So I got to help her with, with my wife's going to help her with organizing stuff. And she's trying to move out of her, sell her home and build her other house. So, um, so yeah, that's really all that's going on on my locker talk. What about you, Brian? <laughs> Your locker room talk. All right, guys. On my locker this week, uh, work's been busy. Um, but this weekend, I actually do work tomorrow. Um, this weekend, me and the wife are going out with Amber and Logan to see the little – we're going to go to this little date night movie eatery bistro place so that you can watch a movie and eat food and see the Fantastic Beast secret of Dumbledore. My wife is really big into the Harry Potter. Um, and so am I, uh, well, not as big as she is. She's, she's in the Harry Potter. Like I am sports. So she loves Harry Potter and I've seen all the movies and they're, they're good. So hopefully that one's really good. Uh, we got Easter weekend coming up and, um, we're having the family cookout. We're going to we'll cook out burgers and some sausage and some hot dogs and have, uh, some family over to the new house and, just kind of hang out and, and play some cornhole and uh, have a good old time and hide some eggs. Obviously we got to put the Easter baskets together for the kiddos. Um, I've been really 
excited about baseball season, watching the Rangers. Um, they've already been more entertaining than they were all last year. The, the, the bullpen is garbage and, and, and complete trash, and so is the uh, starting pitching has been pretty bad. But uh, our bats are fun to watch. We're going to put up quite a bit of runs this year. Um, so I'm interested to see that. I'm interested to see uh, – I heard Jack Leiter, our double-A our, uh, pitcher that we got in the draft, um, high prospect or highest prospect, um, did an interview the other day on 105 through the fans, able to listen to him and – um, he'll be up in the bigs hopefully before too long, you know, but, um, we got a good farm system and the Ranger fans are Ranger team is headed into the right direction. So looking forward to that going forward. Um, we have been, I've been watching, rewatching breaking bad. I love that show. Excuse me when I find the time to watch because I can't watch it around the kiddos, but, um, you got Ozark is fantastic. We have, um, what is that show? Moonlight. We've been watching, is it Moonlight or Shadow Moon? Something Moon on uh, Marvel on Disney. Watch it with the kids, Frank. Um, no, definitely can't do that. Um, that's been really good as well. Um, other than that, I think that's it for what's in my locker segment. Jeff, you want to jump back on here? Um, We've got some uh, we've got some things coming with with the with our podcast. We're not ready to to announce those just yet. Blowing but it up. you're blowing, blowing the it whole up. thing up. We're blowing it up. We're ending it. It's done. <laughs> get, let's get out of here. No, I mean we have some things coming up our sleeves. Always looking to grow the show. Uh, we added Craig to the ep- to the show. He's going to help me on my Tuesday episodes and be a part of the show. But we got some spirit special editions coming next week, guys. Monday night, um, probably around five o'clock Central Time, Monday evening, I should say. My buddy Ryan's going to jump on. He studies the draft every year. He listens to draft talk all the time, and we're going to break down the top fifty prospects coming into the draft this Thursday. The draft is Thursday night next week. Tuesday, there might be an episode. There might not. I'm not sure yet. Uh, Craig said he might jump on and do a show. Thursday night will be our first live react. Um, Craig's going to take that over. He's going to live react to the first round of the draft and talk about that. So that's going to be awesome that he's going to be able to do that. And um, and then this that, that weekend, we may or may not have a show on Friday um, more than likely not. I'll be out of town this next weekend. We're going to see my brother-in-law. And um, so, but if we don't have content. a show, there's a lot of content we're throwing out this week. If we don't have a show on Friday, we will have a show that following Tuesday. Um, and I'll probably put some stuff out on TikTok. I'm trying to do more on TikTok um, and trying to find ways to to do that and uh, to, to, to make it better and better content and stuff like that but other than that i think that's all we got for you guys i hope your easter is fantastic i hope you um go out and celebrate it however which way you want to have a good weekend it's supposed to be 75 on sunday here we've had some fantastic weather here in texas uh the last couple days so um feeling good out there in colorado yeah i was just looking i think there was I think there's a fire, but well, there's always a few. Always have a fire. Well, it's like way out though. I can't even like it's this <laughs> way out. It's like way, way, way out there. You always so, have a fire, but I can tell. So. 
Um, all right, guys. Well, that's going to be it for this episode. I'll post it up after we're here, after we're done here. And um, thanks, guys, for tuning in. We've had some more t- viewers tuning in to the show. And um, that's going to be it for us, guys. God bless. Take care. All right, guys. Have a good weekend. Bye. Bye.